TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And good morning. Welcome once again here to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. A couple of weeks ago, we talked to Carol Frazier from the McKeesport Daily News about the difficulties that that paper was having. Well, print journalism is still very much alive and around, and there are other newspapers, and our guest is going to tell us about one of them that is still serving the Mon Valley. Marilyn, pronounce your last name for us, please. That is Shivani. Shivani, okay. Marilyn Shivani is the owner and, I guess, editor-in-chief of the Valley Mirror based in Munhall. Good morning, Marilyn. Good morning. How are you, Jason? Very good. Um, I'm really happy to get a chance to talk with you. Tell us about the Valley Mirror. When was it launched, for instance? Well, Valley Mirror began 35 years ago by a gentleman named Earl Whitpen. He had previously been with the Messenger newspaper in Homestead. The old Homestead Daily Messenger. Right. And I don't know if he, if it closed and he began the Valley Mirror, but as I said, that was 35 years ago. And then I guess it was around 1995 that the owner of the Braddock Free Press bought the Valley Mirror and kind of combined the two papers, eventually. And that was a gentleman by the name of Tony Munson, if I remember correctly? That's correct, yes. So your paper is a weekly paper, and it comes out on Thursdays? We come out every Thursday, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, which communities does it serve in the Mon Valley? Well, we serve the 13 communities that comprise the Woodland Hills School District. Okay, so Braddock, Churchill, Swissvale, Rankin, Turtle Creek, uh, Wilkins Township, Edgewood, all those. Right. As well as the Steel Valley, West Mifflin, and Lincoln Place. Okay. That's a pretty healthy, uh, that's a pretty healthy territory. It is. It's, it's a good territory. It keeps us busy. Uh, and, and about how many people then get the paper locally? We print close to 5,000 papers. And they are sold locally, as well as about 450 subscribers throughout okay. the country. Uh, what's the farthest away they? What's the furthest away they go? Honolulu, Hawaii. <laughs> do they really? <laughs> yes, we do. We had a jeweler in Munhall who moved back to Hawaii, and he and his wife get the paper in Honolulu. That's very cool. That's most of the people then that get the paper are people who used to live in in Braddock or Munhall or Homestead or West Mifflin, and they want to keep in touch with home. Yeah, that seems to be the case. They like to see what's going on, and uh, quite often they want to check on obituaries and uh, what homes are selling for in the area now. Sure. Our guest this morning is Marilyn Shivoni. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Thank you. Marilyn Shivoni, she is the owner of the Valley Mirror, the weekly newspaper that serves uh, the Steel Valley and Woodland Hills communities. Uh, you guys have a Facebook page, uh, Valley Mirror, but um, you don't put a lot of content on the Internet. And I'm going to ask you about that later on, uh, okay. because I think that's something that got a lot of people in trouble here, is that they gave the content away for free. And uh, there was no reason to buy the paper then. Um, right. Before we talk a little bit about the, more about the paper, tell us about yourself. Whereabouts did you grow up at? 
Well, I grew up in Swissville, and then we moved to Rankin, and um, now I'm back in Swissville, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and when did you first get interested in, in writing or, or journalism? Well, that was not my choice, actually. Oh. Um, I went to school and got a degree in psychology and elementary education. Okay. Uh, I went back as an adult and graduated in 93. Okay. At that point, uh, the owner of the free press, who was my husband's uncle, okay, asked if I would be interested in helping them out, and I did. And um, that was the beginning. I was kind of thrown into it, and back in the day, that was when we were doing waxing, mm-hmm. paste up, and it was difficult to get started, but it was fun, actually, when I got the hang of it. Uh, it it's... As someone who used to work for for a couple of different newspapers, um, an elementary education uh, degree might have helped you in some of those newsrooms because we were a bunch of elementary schools. <laughs> we had about that same mentality. We found that that was the case a lot of times. Sure, sure. Now, now tell us about the the Braddock Free Press, which which merged into the the Valley Mirror. Um, you, you weren't there for very long before Tony bought the other paper, but uh, um, w- w- that paper was down on Braddock Avenue, correct? It, uh, Originally, when I started, we were on Talbot Avenue. Okay, so down a little bit lower then. Right. Okay. The building was in such disrepair. Uh, when Tony bought the paper, we eventually moved up to Braddock Avenue. Okay, and that's the building now that I think uh, we had some people on from Studebaker Jewelry. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they're in that building now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Marilyn Schiavone is our guest. Um, what is the f- uh, If people want to get in touch with you at the Valley Mirror, what is the best way to do that? If they have we're, questions? or We're there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. From 9 until 4, and our phone number is 412-462-0626. And also by email at valleymirror at comcast.net. Valleymirror at comcast.net. And I'll give that out uh, a couple more times um, during the show. Um, Your office is up there on Main Street next to or near Steel Valley High School and and St. Teresa's Church up there. Yes, in the next block, yes. Okay. Uh, What is the function of a weekly community newspaper. So like, how does it differ, from instance, from the, the Post-Gazette or the, the Tribune Review? We try to keep up on local news, you know, from the different boroughs, as well as what's going on in the schools, in the churches. Uh, we have a writer that attends the council meetings, and, um, of course, the obituaries. That is something that we found in, in McKeesport that was um, a big deal when the Daily News stopped, that People all of a sudden, how do we find out who passed away? Now, we've, we put up a website uh, for people to go to for, for McKeesport obituaries, but not everybody has a computer or not everybody's comfortable with their computer, if, even if they have one. Yeah, that's, that's why we don't post a lot of things online. Um, most of our readers are older and don't want to be bothered with a computer. They would just rather have the paper in hand to read. And you know, we do have a lot of younger people that do follow us on Facebook. And, you know, they enjoy the paper as well. But it seems the older residents still want that paper. Well, and the interesting thing is that um, your son uh, is is a little bit younger than me, I think. And I'm not sure how old Kristen, you, you, one of your writers, there is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are younger people, so they still have the, the print journalism spirit or whatever they call it, the printer's ink in the blood. Well, my son, not so much. Oh. He's always on the computer. He gets all his information from the computer. Okay. Uh, Basically, as things come into the office, yes, he reads them. Okay. So he does see that. Uh, but to see him with a printed paper doesn't happen that often. 
<laughs> you got to get him to use his own product, though. No. We're talking with Marilyn Schiavone. She's owner of the Valley Mirror, the weekly newspaper that serves the Steel Valley and Woodland Hills communities. In the the wake of the Daily News uh, uh, and the Manesson paper closing, um, thought it was important to say that there are some other people who are out there still serving the community. Marilyn, I'll, I'll ask you this. I'll throw a little curveball in there. Were you surprised that the McKeesport paper closed? I was. I was concerned when I heard that the reason was because they wanted to go digital. Okay. And McKeesport, that's basically in the same demographic that we cover. Yeah. And uh, I didn't understand how that was going to work. And as it turned out, it didn't. Yeah, that's a, that's certainly a complaint that, that we're hearing from a lot of people in, in McKeesport, Glassport, Portview, White Oak, um, those communities that... Uh, you know, um, not only, and this is a topic not for you, but for me to ask, I guess, the Tribune Review, some of the people who said, well, okay, if I can't get the Daily News, I'll, I'll get the Tribune Review then. Some of those people were told, apparently, no, they're not delivering the Tribune Review either. So, That's what I'm understanding as well. Uh, um, we have to take a quick break. We'll be back in um, 60 seconds. When we come back, uh, I want to ask you what the how, how it's been to make the jump from, from working for a paper to owning a paper, Okay. Because okay. we always we like to talk to people who have uh, small businesses in the area and kind of get their their feeling for that. We're talking this morning to Marilyn Schiavone. She is the owner of the Valley Mirror, the weekly paper that serves uh, Steel Valley and Woodland Hills communities. You can reach them at 412-462-0626, or you can email them at valleymirror at comcast.net. And you are listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, WMCK.FM Internet Radio in McKeesport, and Tube City Online. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81, WEDO, 1550, WZUM, WMCK.FM on the Internet, and TubeCityOnline.com. Our guest this morning is Marilyn Schiavone. She is the owner of the Valley Mirror in Munhall, which uh, serves the Steel Valley communities as well as Woodland Hills and the Lincoln Place section of the city of Pittsburgh. You can give them a call at 412-462-0626. The paper comes out on Thursdays, uh, Marilyn, and, and where can people pick it up at? We have distribution points throughout the um, leadership area. Okay. A lot of the uh, Pogos and 7-Elevens and such, as well as the Giant Eagle Markets and Shop and Save. Yeah, I got mine at Shop and Save uh, uh, this morning. So. <laughs> okay. We also have them at the office. Okay. So if, they, if, 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 if for whatever reason they don't know where the store is, I would hope they do, uh, they can stop by the office there on Main Street. And you do, as you were talking earlier in the show, you do sell subscriptions as far away as Hawaii. Yes, we do. How much is a subscription, just out of curiosity? It's $45 for the year. Okay. And $30 for a six-month subscription. And then you don't have to worry about going to, to Kogo's or Shop and Safe to get your paper. Right. People can also give us a call, and we can let them know 
what the closest score would be for them. Ah, so four six two zero six two six. Before we took the break, I, I asked you, you, you kind of, I don't want to say you fell into this job, but you, you, you were not expecting, your degree was in education and psychology. <laughs> you were not expecting to, to work for a newspaper. Um, but then you ended up owning the paper. How did that happen? Well, when Tom Finlan, the owner of the Braddock Free Press, um, I had been there maybe a year, and he passed away. Mm. And his family then decided to sell the paper, and that was when Anthony Munson purchased it. And he asked if I would stay on, which I did. And I ended up staying for 17 years <laughs> with Tony. Okay. And he announced that he was planning to retire and was going to sell the paper. At that point, I spoke with my husband and my son and tossed around the idea of buying the paper. My husband wasn't sold on it. Okay. But I knew that at that point in my life, I didn't want to work for anyone else. So, again, we spoke about it, and I guess I convinced my husband that it was a good move, and we made an offer. Okay. Uh, Tony did accept the offer. That, I think, was on a Wednesday. When I got back to work on the following Monday, he told me that he had received a better offer. Mm. had to go with that offer. Well, as it turned out, about a month or so later, that offer fell through, and he asked if we were still interested. And again, the conversation with my husband was done, and we decided, yes, we'd give it a shot. And that was March 26th of 2010. That we signed the papers, and I became the newspaper mogul of Munhall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And it's called, the company that you set up is called Laughing Dog Media. Who's the laughing yeah. dog? I had four corgis at one point. Okay. And they did keep us laughing quite a bit. <laughs> so we figured that, was, that was really, would be a good name for our company. We're, we're talking with Marilyn Schiavone. Uh, she is the owner and editor of the Valley Mirror in Munhall. Their number is 412-462-0626. I was not aware that you had worked for the Free Press for, for so long. When you got there, what was sort of the state of the art for technology? Oh, let's see. We had a little Apple computer that had a screen for about 10 inches okay. um, and a fax machine. Okay. That was it. Uh, we would type stuff up, send it to Gateway, printed the Braddock Free Press at okay. that point. Okay. Send it to them, or we would drive it up there. And then I would be the one to go back when everything was done and do all the paste up. Okay. And when I first began, there were nights that I was there until midnight. Sure. <laughs> because not knowing what to do, and it's it was just a blessing as technology improved uh, to be able to just upload to the printer now is heavenly. Uh, the, everything now is, is done right on the computer screen, but uh, you were, uh, we talked to Carol Frazier from the Daily News a couple weeks ago. Um, she mentioned that her father had been, I guess, a typesetter uh, back in the days of the old linotype machines and, and the hot metal type that came down and you pressed the, it actually pressed the, uh, what do you call it, um, the stories into the paper. Yeah. Um, you came up when uh, they had at least moved to what they call cold typesetting, where you take pieces of paper and you, but you have to cut them out into long strips and then paste them on there and take a picture right. of it. Now everything is d done in digital now. And it's just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no, no smell, no mess, no cleanup. Oh, the waxing machine was just the worst. The, the smell from the wax was awful. But uh, 
now it's it's great. And I laugh as I speak with some people that did come into the office, and I ask them if they can email things to us. And it's, oh no, I don't use a computer. And I thought, well, I use a computer every day, and they're younger than I am. Why do they have computers? Yeah, I, I, what I don't miss about those days is uh, uh, when you would paste something up and then it would fall off on the way to the printer. <laughs> oh, or it would slip out of position and then it would be crooked and nobody would notice. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Schiavone is the owner of the Valley Mirror in Munhall. We're talking about the uh, joys and pleasures of owning a weekly newspaper. Her paper serves the Steel Valley and Woodland Hills School Districts as well as uh, the Lincoln Place section of the city of Pittsburgh. What's the most interesting thing to you about owning a weekly paper. What do you look forward to doing every week? Oh, uploading the paper on Wednesday. Being done with it, in other words. <laughs> and knowing we've got it finished. <laughs> yeah, it, it's difficult because we do put the paper out in two and a half days. Yeah. And uh, there are weeks that it can be trying. But uh, it's also been a great learning curve for me because I went from strictly layup, layouts mm-hmm to having to learn the business end of the paper, which I had never done. Uh, I, in, in conjunction with my husband, we figured that would be a snap because he was in business his whole life. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I bought the paper, as I said, in March of 2010, and he died very unexpectedly in August oh, I'm sorry. of 2010. And uh, he did get to see the first quarterly tax returns and saw that we made some money. There you go. And he was happy about that. But as as it was, he wasn't meant to, to be around much longer. Mm. So we, that part was difficult, learning that business end on my own. So, but I've done it, and uh, we've paid all our bills in the last five and a half years. Okay. And I've got seven employees, and it's it's working. We we have to take one more quick break. That's a good place to pause because I wanted to ask you about the seven employees and, and what role um, a, a business like yours helps in sort of training people. And also I want to ask you about uh, some of the folks like uh, uh, Herky and uh, Jim O'Brien who write for you, okay? Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in 60 seconds. We're talking to Marilyn Schiavone. She is the owner and editor of the Valley Mirror in Munhall, which serves the Still Valley and Woodland Hills communities, as well as the Lincoln Place section of Pittsburgh. And you're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. 
And we're back for a final few minutes with Marilyn Schiavone from the Valley Mirror. You can reach them at 412-462-0626 or email them at valleymirror at comcast.net. They're also on Facebook, uh, but they don't have a a website with stories on it. And we're going to ask Marilyn about that in in just a moment or two. Before we took the break, um, you mentioned that you have seven employees. We had uh, Marty Gastel from Dorothy's Candies on the show last week. And one of the things that she said that I had never thought of is that her business serves a function in training people because it takes about two years to train someone to make hand-dipped chocolates the way that they make them there. Um, and she said small businesses like that are very important. Um, your business has seven employees. What are some of the functions that, that people do uh, at a paper like yours? Well, there are four of us in the office. Um, I'm the news editor, and I do the layout. Uh, Kristen Kellicheni is my writer and photographer. Okay. And... She started out actually proofreading for me, and then as we talked, she has a degree in journalism and worked at a TV station in Johnstown. Okay. And she is doing a great job with writing and you know, getting the photos for the paper and keeping abreast of, of things that are going on in the area. Then we have Gina Ferranti. She is a graphic designer, and... Um, she has been with us now for five years as well. And my son, Richard Schwani, is also an adjunct professor at Point Park. Okay. So he teaches there Tuesdays and Thursdays, and he's with the paper on Mondays and Wednesdays. Do you do a lot of newspapers, and I don't know if the free press was like this or not, but a lot of newspapers do other uh, can do other jobs for people. So if they need a photography job done or graphic design, they need a uh, layout done or something, um, they take in jobs on the side. Does your paper do that as well? We can do that. Okay. My son Richard is also a photographer. Okay. And that Gina can do you know, design and layout for other needs rather than just the paper. So if somebody needed a, a poster or a photography job, they could contact uh, the paper and you try to hook them up with someone? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I know that's something that a lot of, I don't, like I said, I don't know if the Free Press did that, but I know a lot of papers do other printing jobs and, and other design jobs uh, in addition to their own work. Right. Okay. Um, like a lot of community, well, before I get to this, let me ask you about, um, you, you've got some correspondents, too, who have been with you for a long time, who write about sports, I think, primarily, um, but you've also added Dick Verbo, who I think is very funny. Um You've got Jim O'Brien, who I think a lot of people know from his Pittsburgh sports books. He writes right. about Pittsburgh sports. Um, and then uh, Herky Cush, is that his name? Yes. Who writes about the local high school and, and prep school sports? Herky was a local was a local fella, and he also worked at The Messenger okay. uh, with Earl Rickpen. Sure. And he moved back uh, to Mine Hall from Florida some years ago and asked if Tony Munson would be interested in having him do a sports column. Okay. And so he has been doing that for us ever since. And he covers all the local sports, checks in with all the school districts, and uh, keeps track of kids in college in different sports. And he, he does a great job for us. It's very, you know, it's, it's one of the things that they always say in, in local newspapers is that, is that the names sell the paper. That if, you know, you're, if you're in the paper or your son or daughter's in the paper, your grandson, your granddaughter, niece or nephew, you're going to want to see what they're up to. And, and I, uh, is it Herky that also collects the bowling scores? Because you even have the bowling scores in there. <laughs> uh, Herky does the bowling scores for one of the, the lanes. Okay. It's club lanes. Okay. But uh, we have gotten to the point now where we have all the bowling lanes email the scores to us. All right. We used to type those all in by hand. Oh, my gosh. 
and it just got to the point there's almost three quarters to a page yeah. bowling scores. It was too much to handle. So uh, they are kind enough to email them to us, and it makes setting them so much easier. But if somebody bowls a perfect game or they win the league championship, they want to get their name in the paper. They want other people to know. Oh, sure. They get their photos in, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Schiavone is our guest this morning for a few more minutes here as we talk about the Valley Mirror and about the uh, joys of, uh, of owning a weekly paper. She said the biggest joy is sending it to the printer, and I can sympathize with that. Um, I, I've touched on this a couple of times. Like a lot of community newspapers, you don't put uh, a lot of the content online. Some of the stuff is on Facebook, like the faces in the news sometimes is on Facebook. But um, you have to go get the paper in print if you want the paper. Why is that? Well, I think that is what most of our, our readers want. Uh-huh. Um, as I said, we do get a few requests for, you know, things online, but not enough to really warrant doing that yeah. just yet. We may at some point, and then again, we may not. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we like the idea that people buy the paper, and we do have some subscribers. Who, they're just the sweetest people, and they'll say, well, you know, I get this, and we share it. So there's maybe two or three little ladies that pitch in and get the paper for the year. There you go. And that's fine. Um, but right now, you know, we've toyed with the idea and really didn't think that was the way for us to go just yet. Well, a lot of younger people think that, that all news should be free, and, and when the Internet first came around, all the papers put all their stuff online, um, and now all of a sudden you, you go to the Post-Gazette, they, you know, you, they want you to have a subscription. You can read so many articles, and then it shuts right. off. Or the New York Times, I think it's the same way now. How yeah, much that, that harms a newspaper business, doesn't it? I, I would think so. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I know even there are times we'll get calls for stories or obituaries, and they'll tell us, we'll go to this paper. Uh-huh. Well, we used to at one point, but we can't anymore. Yeah. The, the advertising, something that, that um, Carol and I can't remember the, the other lady who was on with me a couple weeks ago to talk about the Daily News mentioned, is that advertising is really what pays the bills for a newspaper. And I, I would assume that's the same case for you, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, without the advertising, there, there's no way we could run a paper. And it's also important because if you have a business and you're trying to reach 5,000 people, you know, a quick way to do it is to have an ad, and if you don't have that, you know, I'm, I'm already hearing from people in the McKeesport area, I have an ad, I don't know where to put it. Well, I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the things that we have been, you know, looking into is the possibility of expanding into the McKeesport area. Mm-hmm. And that is based on what type of businesses will support us. Um, you know, moving into another area, Means a larger distribution area. Yeah, more expenses. But yeah, so we we need to make sure that's covered, and we would love to start covering the McKee Sports School District as well as council meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, be there for the businesses that would like to advertise. I knew I, I know I do see some advertisements already from a couple of McKee Sport businesses, and I know that you get some items in from like Duquesne, for instance, which I don't think is technically part of your coverage area, but I think some people do send some stuff in from Duquesne, for instance. Right, Duquesne is so close to the mm-hmm. Valley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've recently gotten some legal mm-hmm. notices from them. Okay. We have been talking to Marilyn Schiavone. She's the owner of the Valley Mirror. We are just about out of time. Is there anything I haven't asked you about that you'd like to mention? Yeah, well, I think. Um... We've covered 
Just about everything. Okay. Uh, g- give us your, your phone number and your email address one more time. Our phone number is 412-462-0626, and our email address is valleymirror at comcast.net. Marilyn Schiavone has been our guest. She is the owner and editor of the Valley Mirror newspaper in Munhall. It's a weekly paper. comes out on Thursdays. Uh, 50 cents. What did they used to say? Mad, Mad Magazine, our price, 50 cents cheap. <laughs> right. 50, 50 cents uh, Thursday mornings at uh, convenience stores, supermarkets, and uh, other uh, retailers throughout the um, Munhall and Braddock and Churchill areas, the Woodland Hills School District, the Steel Valley School District, and the Lincoln Place section of Pittsburgh, Maryland. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. You're very welcome, Jason. And, and thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZOM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Thank you.